Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. You hear on me, my All first right. big DIY project when I was like 10. You know, I'm the oldest of four boys. Okay. My brothers are chasing me around that same 70s house, and I'm running after my brother. He runs into my room, and as I'm a half a step away, the door latch clicks as he slows the door, and I hit that door at full run speed. Uh-huh. Well, I split the door right at the stop, and so the no whole kidding. thing came down in. Oh, really? And dropped into the room. Holy smoke, that's a scene. Yeah. I'm sure your folks love that. Well, they didn't actually know because okay. they were off at the store for an hour and a half, and that was my first DIY project I did by wow, myself. Wow, under was a tight deadline. Tight deadline. <laughs> when it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. This is where we talk home improvement every single week. Thanks for joining us today. We are at the International, This let's say this is the biggest show in the world for construction. And, you know, they call it Design and Construction Week. So we have the International Building Show. We have the Kitchen and Bath Industry Show. Even the hardware show jam-packed in here in a millions of square feet. We're hanging out in the Simpson booth. You can actually hear me because we're actually quiet in here now. We took over the Simpson booth before. Brad, welcome to Around the House, my friend. Hey, thanks for having us. Appreciate you being here. This is great, man. And, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a fan of your doors. And, heck, we're going to be putting one on in my house this year. Awesome. Can't wait for that. This, It'll be a fun oh, project. Let's talk about that door a little okay. bit because what you guys are doing is so different than a lot of people because these center pivot doors that don't have hinges, to try to describe them, for you people out there that haven't seen them, think about a front entry door, but there's not door hinges on it. There's pins that come down, you know, like eight inches in and they grab the door and right. it pivots on that. So these are the ones you see where you're the, when the door opens up, there's that gap between them that looks all sexy. You guys have come up with a great way to manufacture these that's going to yeah. actually make them so much easier to deal with and lock correctly, too, because it's not your typical door lock that goes on these. Hey, you described it perfectly, but I'll even back up a little bit, you know, because we are at the Builder Show and we're talking to builders, custom guys every day. And I think there's this mentality some of them have had for good reason for a yeah. lot of years of, you know what, tell me what doors you have and what sizes you have and I'll work with that. And so it's not, it's not the same anymore. It's not, you don't have to have three feet wide by six feet, eight inches tall. It's whatever your customer, the builder, the homeowner can dream up. And so where do our dreams go? We want things that are beautiful, things that are big, um, things that operate in a cool way. Right. And so all of that comes together to this pivot door system that you're talking about. So all of a sudden, uh, and fancy entryway in a home used to be maybe a double door. Right. That was a door in the with 70s. a side light. Like, ooh, look at that. Yeah. Well, think of that same footprint, but it's just one door. 
What a statement. Yeah. And so because that door is so big and beautiful and heavy, it, you may not be able to put it on typical side hinges like we're all used to. Yeah. Well, because you could have a 350-pound door swinging right. on hinges. And now you're dealing with a vault door on hinges, and you're just putting so much stress on that jam because everything's trying to work with gravity and trying to pull it down. And so the bigger the door with hinges, the more you fight it, the more adjustment issues you have because gravity is always fighting you every step of the way. Right. So the the pivot hinge just completely takes that stress out of that door jam so that uh, we're standing in front. I know it's a we're doing audio, but we're standing in front of two big, beautiful pivot doors, so I can't help but keep pointing at them. Yeah. But they just move at the touch of a finger. So you have this thing that does weigh 350 pounds, but any person in the home, your kids, your grandmother, right, with the touch of a finger, easily move that pivot door. It is so amazing. And it's you think of big doors and you think of, okay, I've got children, I'm scared about this because you got all this mass coming to shut. This is safer than your 3.0 door you have in your house right now, as far as I'm concerned, because you don't have to put the effort in to close it. Right. It's, you're shutting it. This shuts easier than a cabinet door does in my house. Let's be honest. Right. And that's that's really nice. That's all built into the hinge itself. Yeah. It's really high tech. So we've probably all slammed our fingers in our doors at home before. Yeah. This has controls on it that just does not allow that to happen. So it controls the speed, it controls how it closes, it controls how much it opens. And so the technology is built into it that you just don't have with typical hinges. No, and yeah. then of course you got the latching system because yep. for everybody security is a big deal. It's huge. And to have a door like this, this big, just a single little latch, you're kind of putting a lot of challenge on that just because of what it is if somebody wants to get in there. You guys went with this absolutely stunning multi-point latch system on it that Man, that thing is like butter as far as how it works. Uh, I like that butter. I haven't heard that. <laughs> uh, multi-point lock is uh, just a fancy way to say it is locking at multiple spots yeah. into that jam. So there's three different uh, components that lock it in. So it's a big old door. It's going to be secure. Um, it's not going anywhere. And uh, a multi-point lock is really a key element to keeping that door secure, keeping it uh in terms of not allowing weather in, a uh, lot, of, lot of good. I'm glad you brought that up. So, Well, it's just one of those things to me, it's a big deal. And, and I love locks, I love hardware, but really having that security in that is it's something that you can just forget it. And it's not something you're going to be fighting. It's going to, you know, you, it's like a vault door. you got pins going in multiple uh, locations, yes, right? Yes, yes. You know, and so that just makes it that much harder to get into for people that you don't want getting in. You bet. And another thing, let's not forget the, we're talking about security, weatherization, how it moves, but what people want it just because it's beautiful, oh. right? So you can get real contemporary, pull hardware on it. Um, it's just, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the envy when someone comes to your front door at your house. This is like mounting the Ferrari to the front <laughs> of your house and having to walk through it to get in, right? Right, I mean, absolutely. And whatnot, I mean, that is the most important part of that house when you walk up to it. That is the land of first impression that you're walking through yeah. as someone comes over to your house for the first time. The garage door is cool. That gives you some street appeal. But really, when someone enters into your house to you go, hey, come on in, you have just made this bold statement and something that you're really going to be proud of. Yep. So all the, all the cliches that we know about, whether it's right? curb appeal 
or first impressions. Uh, it is the first thing when a visitor comes to your home that they touch. They may visually see the garage door or your landscape or whatever, but as the first thing they interact with will be your front door and it's front and center. And so why not make just a kick-ass statement with it? Right? Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is is science shows us doing studies that that front door is one of the best things you could do to invest in your home because you get that back for that very reason. Yeah. You know, they say, oh, you put a pool in. That's awesome. Well, in most places, that's like 40 cents on the dollar you get back. Right. Where with this, you can get anywhere from... 80 cents to more if you've got this kind of boring entryway, you know, and the more you do with that, it's a great investment to your house more so than almost everything else. I think other than insulation, really, Mm. it's really that cool. So that's one of those things that you can put the money into it, do it right. And you don't lose. Right. Love that. Another thing builders have been asking when they're in the booth, Hey, I love how it operates. Love how it locks. Love how it's weather tight. But you know what? I see the door you have here and that's not quite my style. And I have to describe, we can do any design you can think of. It's not just the few examples you see in front of you today, but whatever you can think of, we have tools uh, on our website Which that, is help, wonderful. that help guide a person. it even say, what is your style? Is your style modern farmhouse? Is your style colonial? Is your style contemporary? It doesn't matter. We'll help guide you. Um, the components on our website also draw the door so you get a realistic you can also once you've created it you can place it on a picture of your home so you can interact so a lot of tools to work with that just makes that selection really easy it does it does and that's the fun part is is julie and i were sitting there sitting there looking through it it was like that's cool Oh, but wait, that's cool. And it, usually for me in the past when I'm selecting stuff, it's like, oh, that's it. We had to spend some time because there were multiple great choices there right. to we, come from. We all uh, get into this design in different ways. For some of us, it is in our wheelhouse. We can pick it and go through ourselves. For some, it's overwhelming. And yeah. I get that when you say you can have anything. Yeah. You know, what does that mean? So um, if you are a person that it's overwhelming, uh, go visit one of our authorized dealers. Absolutely. So there is one in your market, no matter where you're located, there's multiple and yeah. they can help guide you. If it really is overwhelming, I don't know where to start. I don't know what type of wood to pick or what time mm-hmm. to glass to pick. Just know you have options and you have help to guide you along the way. Absolutely. Next question. How does installation go on this? Because I know okay. that's something that's scary for a lot of people. Oh, there's no, no hinges. What do we do? But right. it's really not that hard. It's not that hard. It is just new. Yeah. And so a, a builder may have installed uh, doors their whole career, and it's just a different type. Yeah. But the principles are the same, where the first thing you have to do is get the jam in place mm-hmm. and get it uh, square and get it plumb. And so that process is no different than installing a door. Yeah. Um, the uh, biggest difference is the weight of the door, (laughs) right? So when you're bringing this big old door into space, um, you do need a couple pairs of hands. Yeah. So it's going to be a three-man operation. Yep. And uh, what's nice is when you get a Simpson pivot door, Mm -hmm. it comes uh, completely protected, crated, and then also within that, a step-by-step installation instructions, including video, 
including the carrying straps you need. Nice. So we've, we've thought of all the details here. And uh, I'm excited to uh, get your door in and we can test all those details. We are going to test those details, <laughs> okay. which is awesome. That's the cool part of it that I love about this is that I'm going to get my hands dirty on this too as well. And, I like uh, it. Shoot like a lot it. of video doing it. So that's going to be a fun project. Let's talk a little more about, before we go back to that, some yeah. of the other new stuff you have here. I mean, we're talking about these doors, but you guys have some stunning stuff. Even this arch top one that's sitting right yeah. here that I got my hands on. I mean... You guys do so many different doors around the house, lots of different applications for doors. Right. So we are typically when someone's picking doors in their house, they all uh, generally go together. And yep. that's fine. That's typically how people think. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. You, yeah. can, you can mix it up. So uh, I think in terms of a typical mix-up, we're seeing big, we call them monster doors, but <laughs> these gigantic doors that someone might put on a barn track yep. to separate a living space, but then you open it up to, so now with everyone at home and looking at their home in different ways, that might be an idea, yeah. a really big door. You talked about a door that has a shape that we're looking at right now. I need a wine cellar for this is yeah. what I need. I yeah, mean, the I love style it. is a little more traditional, classic ash yep. wood. It's beautiful. So shapes are not scary. Yeah. So we're manufacturing these doors out of wood. So any shape you want. Yeah. So even if you have, have a door under the stairs, you know, that has, we call it a clipped corner, but yep. it kind of has an angle. Um, that's no problem. So any shape doesn't have to be your standard rectangle. Yeah, so. I mean, the one I'm describing here that's sitting next to it is a beautiful archtop door, and it has a circular raised panel in the middle of it. Right. And what would traditionally be the styles and rails are also radiused around the outside of that. And uh, absolutely stunning, just showing what you can do with wood. Yeah. And as a woodworker, I look at that and go, there's a lot of thought that goes into that. Okay. I like that you appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Very talented woodworkers, certainly, just to do whatever you can dream up. So what do you what do you recommend for people with front doors? And you know, there's there's so many ways that people go about this. You know, there's people out there saying, Oh, you gotta have composite, you gotta stay away from wood, you gotta yeah. do this. What are some of your thoughts on that when people are out shopping for a front door? Yeah, I love that you asked that question. There's whether it's doors or it's siding or decking, people are making that decision every day. Do mm -hmm. I choose uh, a wood or some sort of component that tries to look like wood, but it's something else? Yeah. And that's what people love wood for the beauty, mm -hmm. no doubt. Even uh, uh, building products that build stuff out of a composite or a plastic, we know they're trying to make it look like wood. Right. Right? So, so we already start with a wood door at a place Everyone agrees it's unmatched beauty. Yeah. Um, so if we're talking about uh, where to put a wood door, let's talk about what sort of exposure. Okay, so same with decking, siding, any other wood exterior product. Is it going to uh, have the elements? So mm -hmm. what sort of overhang or protection do you have? So we have some instructions, really easy to follow, rules of thumb, how much of an overhang or porch you need for a product. Now, if the porch or overhang, it doesn't meet those requirements, that's okay. Yep. Then we point you to a couple very specific products that are engineered and made for that full exposure to the elements. So we keep it easy. So if, there's, if there is enough overhang, the world's your oyster. Build yeah. whatever door you want. If there's not, then we're going to point you, no problem. Use these specific pro products, mm -hmm. and that's going to last in that opening. 
See, it's just that planning, right, that you have yes. to do. I mean, my first, when I was a kid, I remember my parents had this 70s home, you know, with the big 6-0 front doors with the one oh, locked sweet. and that, nice. you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. That was the big deal. And, and ironically, that look is starting to come back, it looks like. Yeah. But back then, they had these wood doors and the, the exposure, they had like a three-foot overhang, and they went just south in the... In the desert heat of the Tri-Cities, Washington. Oh, nice. And so those things caught sun all the time. Well, then we started out, my dad's like, I'm going to do something composite. So Uh he started out with one of the very early fiberglass doors in the 90s. Uh Uh-oh. That didn't go so well. (laughs) Yeah. The sun started delaminating it. You know, just like so many other pieces out there, when when things are new, they don't work as well. Right. But he ended up eventually, after doing three warranty replacements, went back to wood. There we go. So I, I don't know how detailed we want to get real door geeky here. Yeah, let's get door geeky okay. for a minute. But when it comes to uh, the sun, the sun is brutal on any building product, mm-hmm. right? Those UV rays are constantly breaking down whatever that component is. Yeah. In the door world, it's all about finish. Mm-hmm. So ultraviolet rays are breaking down a door's finish. Sure. So it doesn't matter if the door is wood, if it's aluminum, steel, fiberglass in your experience um that finish is gonna that uv is working on it 24 7 so yeah. if you're if you're we're, we're in north america yep. if your door is facing happens to be facing north you'll probably never worry about it yep. you're not even gonna know like what what are you talking about yeah because the sun's not gonna hit that door if we get two door geeky stop me here but if no, you're if good. you're facing south you're gonna get it cooked yeah right so you really have to pay attention to the finish. Obviously, finishes get better uh, over time. They're improvements. So make Absolutely. sure you choose the right finish yep. um, for your exposure. So not only overhang, but know what direction you face. Look at it. You know, is does sun hit that? Mm-hmm. How much? Um, if it's going to hit it all day, it's probably not recommended to paint it a dark color. Right. Right. That's just another way that the sun will... If a darker the color, it cooks the component, whether it's doors or siding right. or windows, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. But And I also think wood species is a little bit of a choice as well because yep. you can depend on the UV of the coating that's on there. You still have sometimes a wood behind it that can act with sun too. I don't like to depend so much on that because, right. you know, if you pick like in full sun all day long and you put up a black walnut door or clear vertical grain fir door or something like that. Right. Those are very susceptible to light. They like to change. And so I always think that, man, picking the right door wood species as well, if you've got no protection on that door, can make a big difference as well. Absolutely. So wood type, that'll be part, when most folks are deciding what type of wood, it's about the beauty. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like the graining or I like the color. And that should be the main reason, but also know some woods uh, are better performers in an exterior environment. So we have this history of certain types of woods used as fence posts or as decking or other ground contact applications that there's a reason those woods were chosen for that because they're going to last longer than maybe some that aren't suitable for that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. What else do you have here for the show that's new in here? I mean, Got some other sexy big doors in here, nah, too. Nah, sexy. Yeah. I don't know that anyone used that term, but I'll go with it. Let's go with it, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So one thing that's catching folks' eye is uh, 
the new dog door line we've introduced. Oh, yes. I, I saw this. We got to talk about this because okay. this is the real deal. Yeah. So it's, it maybe seems funny, but, uh, you know, oftentimes if someone has a pet, and we, most of us do, yep. and you try to get a dog door, you're left with maybe just a cheap version you saw at the local hardware store. Oh, yeah. Cut or, the hole out and it's got the plastic flap and you deal with yeah, it. Yeah. And so you're just, ah, so... All right, just because you have a pet, do you need to sacrifice design right. or functionality? Absolutely not. Yeah. So also cutting a hole into your home mm-hmm. or into your door is a scary proposition for yeah. any DIYer. It would scare me. And uh, so what we're doing is just take the hassle out of it for people. We're saying you can have a beautiful, high-quality wood door that's going to look great. Mm-hmm. And we also have a really high-quality dog door. That's going to perform and we'll do the work for you. We're going to cut a hole in the door. We're going to seal all the wood inside those components. We're going to install the door. So let's take the hassle out of it. Okay. So people are really reacting well to that. You mean I don't have to figure this out on my own. I don't have to settle for a cheap solution. You know, I have to put something weird on my backdoor slider. No, Oh my gosh. Those ones you put in your slider. Oh, ugly. Ugly. And... Now you've made the door opening like 22 inches wide when you slide it open. So, right. okay, you got the door dog place there, but now I'm squeezing through. If I'm taking drinks out for the barbecue or whatever, <laughs> right. I'm now going through this little tiny, almost smaller than a closet door to get outside. Right. It's not a good way to go. And then I put a dog door through in my house through the side of the house going out. Yes. So we have a little area there. I don't need a door going through there. But the stuff you run into, you've got electrical. you got all these things in the wall when you open it up. You don't know till you get there. You yeah. could have framing. This can get to be a snowball into a bigger project. Oh, scary. I'm glad I didn't try it. Just you describing it at your place. Yeah. And, oh, man. And it was a lot of work. But yeah. having a door that you're like, okay, I got to replace this door anyway. And right. now I'm going to put it in here. I've got just... And you're protecting the door because you guys are building it. I'm not taking this beautiful door, cutting it out, forgetting to seal it up right. Then wonder right. why this thing's swelling up and doing weird stuff in the weather. Right. You guys get the opportunity to do it and do it right and put it in. We're going to turn key it for you. When I think of a dog door, I don't know why my mind goes here. Remember Home Alone? I'm there. Exactly. Okay, you know what I'm talking about? So Sticking the head through the Joe door. Joe Pesci, yeah, yep. stuck his head through the door. So it's a. let's just let everyone know it's a different dog door nowadays where it does lock. It has a key. You lock it from the inside. If you're gone from your home for an extended period of time, it comes with a security plate. Nice. And so it is fully secure, um, really weather tight. It's got saloon style doors, if I use those terminology to describe that. And so uh, Fido is just going to go through that door, no problem. Uh, and only he or she will be able to go in and out. No more Joe Pesci. No more so, Joe Pesci sticking yeah, his head in. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, too, and this is where, you know, as a dog owner myself, yeah. it's so great for your dogs to give them that freedom to go in and out when they need to. You're not out there going, oh, my gosh, uh, we're out to dinner. We need to get home and let the dog out. Right. right? Yes, absolutely. But, but maybe don't tell your friends that you have this door because if you're trying to bail out of that dinner and you right. use the dog excuse, yeah. you're kind of eliminating that yeah, out yeah, of your I love that. vocabulary. Keep that in your back pocket. Yeah, just treat yeah. the dog well, but don't use that one if you're trying to bail out a dinner where people uh, are talking way too much. I like that. I like that. <laughs> mm. But really, that's a that's a smart way to go for people, and I yep. really appreciate that. Style-wise, what are you seeing in, in 2023 yeah. for doors? What are people looking at? What are they trying to get into? What do you see the, the style heading 
Down we, this way. Sure. We've talked about a few trends, and I'll just repeat. Yeah. Door size, right? Don't be afraid uh, to go with a big door. So mm-hmm. I can be in the home, be on the front of the home. So we're, and I'm not just saying that as a, uh, a sales pitch. This is what we see in our plant. We're yep. manufacturing big doors more and more every day. Another trend we've seen a lot is Dutch doors. So when I use yes. that term, sometimes called uh, maybe like... Uh, Think of an old barn mm-hmm. and Mr. Ed, and I'm an old guy, so sorry about that reference. Oh, Mr. I'm, I'm Ed. too, yep. Okay, so you swing open just the top half of that door. You saw Mr. Ed, the horse, yep. look through that, but the bottom of the door stayed securely closed. That is a really hot trend, so think of why. Um, if it's maybe on the back of the home, mm-hmm. you want, maybe it's just purely uh Aesthetics. It looks cool. Yeah. Maybe it has more of a function about letting air flow into the home, mm-hmm. right? Keep the top open, but keep the bottom closed. Especially if you have kids, pets, and you want to control them inside of the house. Yes. You can keep that locked, still have a great view like you're outside because it's just wide open to the world and right. get that airflow without having to worry about things moving out down below. Right. So really, virtu- since we're talking about a wood door, almost any door, as long as it has wood across the middle, we can turn that into a Dutch door. So you're not limited uh, in terms of design. It's whatever you want. If you want a shelf put on that door, I always think of my grandma putting the pie on the shelf out back. To cool out, yeah. Yeah, and that that still happens, no joke. That is awesome. Um, Another thing about Dutch doors that just, especially now, everyone coming back to the home, working Mm -hmm. from home, it is now a solution for the inside of the home, too. It's not just the back of the home oh. or the front. So think of like an office or some sort of family room where you have this need to sometime open up what you're doing to connect the home. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you want to close the top so you have the privacy you need when you're on a Zoom call, when you're doing work. Uh, so it creates a real flexible tool to open and close spaces. Yeah. yeah. And the cool thing is too, is if you want to keep the cat or the dog out of the zoom meeting, yeah. you can keep the bottom half closed yeah. and you can keep the open ups just to get the airflow and everything else. Cause as we know, sometimes these offices or bedrooms yeah. might not be in the best location or have the best airflow in there. So you shut the door off and maybe the sun's hitting out the outside and you're like, all right, I got a 45 minute meeting. It's going to be 82 degrees here because I shut the door trying to be quiet. I like this whole theme. We're talking not only doors, but pets. I think we, we have a doors and pets well, podcast. We you know? do. Yeah. But it, it, how, many, how many Zoom meetings have you been on or oh teams or whatever? Yeah. And somebody's cat, dog, or is doing something. Yeah, my own usually. Yeah, right. right? So, yeah, let's get the put the dog door in. Yep. The dog can come and go as he pleases. Put the Dutch door in. I like this. See? What else? We should create some other pet-friendly door-related products. Okay, so that... actually, let's do the bathroom then. Okay. Do a Dutch door in the bathroom. You can oh. have the door shut there. There we go. You could have the door open, keeps the dogs and the pets out of the bathroom, but you're still keeping an eye on when you're getting ready on the rest of the house. Okay, I like that. We can debate a Dutch door just about everywhere, <laughs> right? right? You could. <laughs> you could. But no, it's cool. And that's, yeah. I noticed too that, you know, as you go out and see homes, Taller doors are a theme as well. That six foot eight is just not the normal anymore. Right. So door size is a big deal. So don't feel constrained by six foot eight. For those listening, yeah, you're like six foot eight. Yes, that's probably the height of the doors in your home. Yeah. Another popular height is eight foot. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, there's no restriction there. Ten feet tall. 
Um, and we're showing, we're talking about real round numbers in terms of sizes. Yeah. If you want nine foot three, no problem, right? If you want seven foot six and three quarter, no problem. So when you're talking about a wood door that's made to order, size is just not a restriction. Yeah. So if you have a special, um, it's maybe common to see on the first floor of a home, mm-hmm. you see taller doors and maybe upstairs where it's bedrooms and things, it's more standard sizes. Yeah. So don't be afraid to mix and match whether it's size or wood types. So. Yeah. Speaking of wood types, let's talk yeah. about some of the wood species you guys do because I couldn't sit here and, and spell them all off, but oh, you boy. guys have a lot of different choices there, depending on the style of your home. Yes. So we've made doors from over 100 types of wood. I say that, and there's no way I can name 100. Exactly. Right? There's just, but it's whatever someone wants. So as long as we can procure the wood from a responsible resource, right. then uh, we can make a door out of it. And so a lot of times with wood, people are making choices. Do I want my door to match something else in the home, maybe the cabinets, maybe the flooring, mm-hmm. or maybe the design choices. We want it to pop. We want it to be opposite yeah. of what those other wood components are in the home. So it really is up to that homeowner, and it is our passion. Yeah, No one knows more about wood than we do, how to work with it, um, how to store it in our facility so it, it works as a door component. So things don't twist, warp, split. Stability is a huge deal. And when right. you, I've made cabinet, you know, in the world of cabinet doors, since I've got 30 years of cabinet experience, Oh boy, we would run into problems because three quarter inch for door, you don't have a lot to work with when you start getting into big doors. Right. Mother nature is going to do what it wants to do with doors. When, and so that's why if you're out there looking at like kitchen cabinets, you don't see single doors usually wider than 24 inches. And higher than like 60, okay. maybe 66, yep. only because they're three to three quarter inch thick. Okay. But when you get into these big doors like that, one, you've got the stability, but two, you guys know how to build them. Yes. So you get the right pieces in the right way to give hmm. that stability and that strength. Hmm. The cabinet uh, references are very similar. I think cabinets and doors, we're just making a bigger version. Mm-hmm. But yeah, still same principles apply. Um, one thing just about wood as people are looking at in our website, we'll show tons of different pictures. So when we say something like black walnut, we have a visual representation of what that means. When we say sapili mahogany, we're going to have lots of examples of what that looks like. Of course, any type of wood can be stained a different color. So you can take, while you can't change the grain of a piece of wood, you can change the color. So there's a lot of directions you can go. It's really, really flexible. Yeah, so you could take a wood that maybe has, uh, like some of the mahoganies that have a little bit more red-orange in it, mm-hmm. and if you throw some grays into it, you can mute that and take it a different direction. Absolutely, yeah. And that way you've got something that's different. Mm-hmm. But I also like it, too, like when you walk into somebody's home and you've got maybe that black walnut fr- front door, and then... The entryway flooring is maybe black walnut, where you kind of make that just transition into a space. Right. And you can really do some subtle things design-wise to make that work. Absolutely. So whether it's uh, consistency or you're going for a pop, there's a couple ways to go. One thing to mention, just since we've been talking about stain Mm -hmm. and woods, wood doors get painted all the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe for... Uh, a purist like you and I were like, oh, how could you do that? Yeah. But it's truly common. So um, make sure, uh, even if you want to paint your door, 
a lot of times trim in a home now is painted. Mm-hmm. And uh, so think if you have that painted trim, no problem painting your wood doors to match or picking a wood type so it can really pop when it's next to that white trim. Yeah, you can do. Yeah. And you can do that really cool wood door and have the painted trim and the jam and stuff around it. There's a lot of combinations you can do yeah. just to have fun on the design side of things. Absolutely. But yeah, whatever, whatever uh, you want to choose. And I know it's hard to choose, so use the resources available, simpsondoor.com, and uh, uh, see visuals, any type of wood, yeah. any type of design. Let's talk to interior doors a little bit. We didn't talk so much about those, just sure. in choices. You know, for safety, I like, a, we've got in my house, I've got hollow core doors, because that's what they did in the 70s, right? Sure, yeah. But if I had a fire safety expert on here recently, and he's mm. like, if you put solid core doors you can extend your life in a house fire. Wow, Because yes. of, you know, they're trying to get you to sleep with your door closed. And he said, the better door you put on that, that is one of the best things you can do in your house hmm. for fire safety. Okay. Because of course, you know, not do dumb things that catch the house on fire, but really having that door shut and having a solid core door, hmm. you think about it, you know, if you've got a, a hollow core door that's made out of, you know, geez, it's press board and, and right. some, it's, there's not a lot there. They say that'll get you 10 or 15 minutes, but all of a sudden, you know, think about what a 90 minute door does that goes between your garage. That's just a big, thick door. Right. Absolutely. And so if you've got the right door in there, that can be a really huge fire safety issue versus maybe that door you grabbed off the home center as well. Right. So yeah, safety is important, obviously. Interesting that you brought that up. I think most folks may not know, but it is a building code requirement to have a fire rated door from the, the house or the door that goes from the house to the garage. Yeah. So I, I guess that's from if a fire is going to start, the garage is where it typically happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a requirement. So uh, in most locations, it requires getting door geeky on you. Oh, wait, a 20, that's what we're here for. A 20 minute fire rated door. And that yeah. means that door construction and how it's built has passed a test that. Um, it will, at least for 20 minutes, the goal is to get you safely out of the house. Yeah. And so with a solid wood door, that's no problem. Like you said, some requirements, especially more commercial buildings, Correct. they may have a higher requirement mm-hmm. up to 90 minute. Exactly. Where that door's got to last. If there's a fire on the other side of the door, it won't come through. Yeah. So your house to garage is already set, but your uh, point about putting a solid door throughout the home, absolutely. Well, that we all know, I bet a lot of folks do have that hollow door or they did when they were kids and uh, put a solid door. You're going to guaranteed make it more safe for your family. Yeah. I think I made yeah. my parents, I have three brothers. So I think I made okay. my parents <laughs> mad in the seventies there. Hole through those yeah, hollow we, we, doors. Yeah. I mean, funny story. I mean, this yeah. was, this was my first, I'll get into geeky here on me. My all first right. big DIY project when I was like 10 you know, I'm the oldest of four boys. Okay. My brothers are chasing me around that same 70s house. And I'm running after my brother. He runs into my room. And as I'm a half a step away, the door latch clicks as he slows the door. And I hit that door at full run speed. Uh-huh. Well, I split the door right at the stop. And oh, the no whole kidding. thing came down in. 
Oh, really? And dropped into the room. Holy smoke, that's a scene. Yeah. I'm sure your folks love that. Well, they didn't actually know because okay. they were off at the store for an hour and a half, and that was my first DIY project I did by wow, myself. Wow, under was a tight deadline. Tight deadline. <laughs> got it all put back together. That's Got great. it good enough. And then when they'd go shopping, I'd work on it a little more and get it. Yeah. And when my parents moved out of that house like 15 or 20 years later, we told the story at no giving my dad goes, I wondered why the drywall around there, because it tore drywall and everything when it came out. Because wow. it had been there for, already been there for 20 years. Wow, you but, were a door geek at a young age. You knew how to yeah, work with that. That's perfect. And I didn't even have the internet. It's not like I could go on YouTube and do this, right? It was just that. Well, but, I uh, don't know. The alternative, if you would have had a solid wood door at that component, obviously you're not knocking it through the door jam would have just been more painful for that would have been a skull fracture or a broken collarbone or something concussion (laughs) protocol (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly that'd have been good what have we not talked about here today with what you guys have i mean yeah you got a lot of beautiful doors in here and and some great finishes on them as well absolutely so finish uh you know people love that hey you can stain a wood door any color you want um, you can paint it any color you want. So we're kind of showing that flexibility throughout the booth. Another thing we're really highlighting is doors on a barn track yes. is uh, a cool feature. Yeah. So we have a couple doors, uh, eight feet wide, eight feet tall. I mean, it's basically a wall. Yeah. But it, it, it's a cool design like a door. And you can put that on a barn track and it easily moves in your home. So that's just another... Yeah you know, wow showpiece that builders are really reacting well to here this week. And when you're dealing with that hardware, make sure, guys, you get the right hardware for that. You don't want to get that really inexpensive because when you're putting an 8x8 door on it, there's a lot of mass on that. And you want to have the, you don't want to go down to the home center and grab that kit. You want to get something a lot heavier duty. That way it's safe for everybody else as well. Great recommendation. Make sure the hardware, the hardware will say what what weights it can uh, handle so just make sure you're getting the right hardware of course first of all that it looks really good of course but make sure it works for your door cool man thanks for coming on today one other thing i want to talk about with my door too that's going to be great is we've got glass in mind and i wanted to talk Mm. about this real quick about some of the glass options because we've got a contemporary door going into my place but there's a lot of different first off i went oh let's do this door and it was like you came back on, hey, man, uh, this has a multi-point. Can't do edge glass with that. And I'm right. like, all right, they don't make clear metal. <laughs> Understood. Right. That doesn't work. But you guys have some statement pieces for contemporary stuff where yeah. that glass goes all the way to the edge of the door. Yeah. Right where that style would be. And I don't see anybody else do that. Right. So I always, it's the infinity pool effect, but for doors. Right. So we... It would be cool to have an infinity pool, first of all. i got to figure sure. that out. But just think, if you need glass, usually the glass, it's whatever design you want, but it's encased in a wood frame. I'll just use that terminology. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can take glass all the way to the edge of the door. We figured out a way to do that. We call that our clear edge doors. Yeah. Um, so you can do that even on the exterior of a home. We figured out still how to weather strip that. And so a lot of options, and that is clear edge. You multi, the one uh, holdback of a multi-point lock, you do need wood to put that on <laughs> yeah. the side. So that was our design restriction for your entry. Well, of course. Entry. Yeah. As soon as you said that, I'm like, okay, that was a dumb move by my part because, yeah, yeah that's got to come up through that, of course. Yes. Another thing, you just you mentioned glass. When we talk to homeowners about glass, so, uh, a 
couple things they think of is one I call the bathrobe test. Yep. Right. So if you're going to be walking around your home in your bathrobe and you live on a busy street, there's people walking by. That's something to account for, but it doesn't mean you can't have glass. Yeah. Okay. So there are lots of glasses, glass types now mm-hmm. that allow complete privacy, but at the same time allow natural light to come in. Mm-hmm. So a lot of folks, I think. They'd be, some might be surprised to hear that most of the exterior doors we make now have glass. They're like, wait, what? How, you know, we can make that glass private. Mm-hmm. And just because it has glass does not make the door any less secure. That's yeah. a total misconception. Right. Um, so um, don't be afraid of glass in your design. If you truly have a privacy issue, then just get a glass type that allows that privacy. Great, man. Yeah. Anything else we missed today? Man, we covered it. I love it. I thanks love for it. being Just, on. Thanks uh, Thanks for having me in here. This is great. And yeah. uh, hopefully you guys learned a lot about our Door 101 and 201 class today, right? Yeah, I love it. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. All right, everybody. More information will be found over at our website as well and on the show notes here. And of course, Brad, where do we go to see your doors? Yeah, well, let's go to simpsondoor.com and check out all our beautiful designs. And the dealer locator is on there as well for all you guys out there shopping. I'm Eric G, and you've been listening to Around the House. Somewhere unseen and undiscovered Anywhere beyond the mean Life is a love song, let's be lovers We're all over the radio Take my hand, I know where to go Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.